deal with the shake of a hand If you can never relate to the man I am Then this song ain't for you Cause you'll never understand Joining me now on the show from Ottawa, it's Doc Yates. He has some brand new music to share with us here on the show. And uh, we'll talk to him about that, about songwriting and performing. He'll be at Havelock this summer as well. Lots of things to talk about with Doc Yates. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Dave. I really appreciate it. You bet, Doc. This is our second time now chatting. And in between uh, the first interview and this one, we've had a chance to meet in person. And I guess the first time was at um, the next Country Music Star competition in Bethany. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we met there, and then at the CMAOs, we met up again after that. Exactly. So we've it's cool. Yeah, we've been able to uh, hang out a few times in between. And uh, this is so cool. And, you know, the chances that I've seen you perform, uh, especially when I think back to the, the next country music star, just the way you were on stage, the energy and the energetic songs. And then, of course, you did a, a great ballad like, uh, I think it's Take Me to the River. And that was just so Oh, yeah, emotional. the Water's Edge, Water's Edge, yeah. Yeah, we, edge, well, yeah. I, I wow. knew when we only had a chance to play a few songs for that that I wanted to uh, evoke all emotions, and we uh, I think we nailed it on that one. Yeah, that one got a lot of people uh, uh, moved to that song. And, and, yeah, I think you mentioned this before, that when you're doing a talent show like that and you've got maybe two or three songs, you've really got to think about, okay, let's show a lot of diversity here so people can see different sides of me within like a 15-minute performance. Yeah, and that's exactly it. And you're so limited in terms of structuring that performance. And uh, and you don't want to get typecasted as being like, oh, they're just a party band or, oh, he's just a ballad band. So we wanted to mix mm-hmm. everything up. That is really Actually, cool. That's something I've been uh, doing recently. Go, go ahead, Dave. No, go ahead. Please continue. Yeah, I was saying recently I've been putting out a lot more songs on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, like just like just little acoustic originals, just kind of displaying all the different songs that uh, mm-hmm. that I've been writing over the years. So that's been, that's been well received as well. That that is a great thing to do. I mean, when you've got the material, rather than just waiting for finished products of songs, do yeah, do live acoustic stuff and you know, new songs, whether they're going to be on an album or not. But it gets more more of you out there, right? And then you get the response for it. Oh, yeah, and the response has been, for social media lately, has been fantastic. Yeah. Do you have a natural place with songs that you go, Doc, and maybe it's a little bit of each, I'm sure is, could be the answer, but do you gravitate towards ballads and those hearts, heartstring-pulling kind of songs, or are you more naturally into writing energetic, toe-tapping songs? Uh, no, so I started writing music, going into ballads initially because I feel like it was just a stressful time I was going through and that's what actually made me become a songwriter so I think initially that's what got me uh, into writing music but now it kind of just depends like on on the way I'm feeling I like I like to write fast songs and I like to write fun songs those are the ones that I choose to write the slow songs you write because you have to write because like something's actually bothering you and that's how you that's how you process it Oh, that's a great way to describe it. So when you've written one of those songs that you kind of had to write because of what you were going through, after you've written the song, is is there a bit of a release and 
something about that situation is better or you're handling it better? Yeah. After I've written a song and then if it was for myself or if it was someone who was dealing with, also dealing with some, dealing with a hard time, um, when they hear the song and they like it and they feel better because of it, then that makes me feel a lot better. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And and that's the thing about songwriting. I mean, it's it's they talk about personal writing from personal experience, but that doesn't limit a writer. And you know this um, to what you're going through. Uh, you can turn to people around you, brothers, sisters, parents, uh, relatives, friends. They're going through something, and now you're telling a story about someone outside of you. Yeah, and especially too, if it's someone who's who's you're close with, uh, you feel their feelings too. So. It, and maybe not to the same extent, but yeah, it still is uh, something you need to, to process. How about influences, Doc? Uh, who are the artists and acts along the way that uh, inspired you to pursue music? Uh, so initially, when I very first started playing music, I was just a harmonica player with, uh, with one of my pastors at a school. So it was all blues and he got me hooked onto this like all really, really old blues. So a lot, most of the songs that I even use now for influences are, you know, from 50 to 70 years ago still. So a lot of really old blues, old bluegrass and country that way. Yeah. So would you consider yourself an old soul in that sense? Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't like to think. Of, I don't know. Now that now that I'm getting older, I don't like to think of myself in old in any way. <laughs> right. <laughs> I reverse. We, we yeah, we need another word for that. Uh, a troubadour. Yeah. Or, but, but, <laughs> yeah, we don't want to use the word old. Uh, we'll rule that yeah. out. But yeah, it's interesting because not not everybody goes back that far for musical influences. Like I mean, they might go to the '70s or '80s. I mean, it depends on when somebody's born. But for, for a young guy like yourself to go back that many years uh, is pretty cool and, and really appreciate stuff from back then. Well, I find, like, if you listen to most music now, it still all stems from that, that time period. And, but if, and you, you want to have your music modern, but you, if you just copy someone else that's modern, then it just sounds like a copy. If you go back to the original roots, mm. take that and make your own modern version of it, then it's, then it's much more of an original sound, which has been really important for me. And then most people who've ever heard me, that's the biggest compliment I get is that it's very original and very unique and they like it that way. So, Yeah, absolutely. It's, it, your music is very unique and the energy you have on stage is dynamic. And I think recently, and you may have called your music this for a while, but I picked up on Canadian soul country as a term you're using. Uh, is that, does that best describe it? Because sometimes it's hard to describe an artist's music when, when it has a little bit of different things in it. Yeah, it's hard to describe because each song is, is different and each song has a different energy to it. But yeah, I, I put the, the soul part in there because like you said, like, oh, now I'm using the old soul term again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, because I like, like that old bluesy soul aspect to it and I, I like to try and bring that to my songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got you do that in the production of, of certain songs, and uh, it really captures that feel. Let's turn to one of the songs now. This one is going to be released September 10th. It's called Home to the Country. And if people go to your website, actually, DocH.com, there's a pretty unique way of uh, our listeners being able to get this song. Yeah, so if they go onto the website, there's a button there that says Pay with a Tweet. So they click that button, and then they can either share it on Facebook or share it on Twitter and then they'll automatically get sent a free uh, download link from Dropbox for that song. 
that is such a great idea. What a way to market and get people to share your song. I think we talked about this before the show. Uh, you really can't beat the endorsement of a music fan sharing a song because their friends will see it, and it's not a sponsored thing. They're not paid for it. This is them actually recommending it. That goes a long way to promote music. Yeah. That's something I definitely learned, like, working even in my, with my patients uh, in the clinics, is that uh, the best referrals are ones that were referred from another patient. And it's the same thing I feel like in, in any type of advertising is that if you can get someone else to, ref, to refer for you, then you're that much further ahead. That is so cool. Uh, let's turn to that song now. It's called Home to the Country. Here on In the Country, this is Doc Yates. Take me home to the country. Take me home, take me home. No, I don't give a damn about the buckle on your pants or your truck jacked up so high. What you don't understand but a country man, it's a way of being, it's a way of life that sets it apart. Plus, you gotta have books, you gotta have. A beat on the perfect buck You never spent the night in the bed of a truck With a cricket so loud you could hear him in the truck Even flying down the back road, windows up You never made a deal with the shake of a hand If you could never relate to the man I am Then this song ain't for you Cause you'll never understand And that is Ottawa's Doc Yates. The song is called Home to the Country, and it'll be released officially on September the 10th. We have another song uh, coming up uh, from him just in just a bit. What about uh, the studio that you use in the producer for your songs, Doc? Oh, so I've, I've used a few different things. A lot of the initial recording uh, and vocals are always just done in my basement, to be honest. 
And then uh, oh, wow. my first two singles, I sent the, then I sent everything to MCC in Calgary, and they did, yep. did the uh, the final mixing and uh, and uh, instrumentation as well. This one was totally unique. Actually, you've probably, I think you know Dustin Bird as well. He's a young guy producer. Yeah, me, you, and and Chess um, uh, Anthony from uh, Cold Creek. We we had had a drink together, had the CMAOs. And uh, so I was speaking with him about doing a song. So I sent the song to him to see, because he has a, he has a, a more, uh, he has a much different sound as well. So it was very unique. So we, I wanted to mm-hmm. see how we worked together and it was great. So I really liked the energy that came out in this song. That is so cool because I know him as um, a singer and songwriter in, a, in the competition at the Next Country Music Star and online. He covers a lot of country songs and does an amazing job. Yep. He's got such a good voice. You had mentioned before about him producing, but that's cool. So he has like a studio at his place that, that he does this? He's got a studio at his place as well. And uh, he's so young and he's so talented. He's going he's gonna <laughs> to do really well for himself too. Like. I've tried. I've always tried to learn more about mixing and mastering, and I, I worked on it and worked on it. I'm like, no, I sent it to this kid who's like 19 or 20 in, in a couple of days. He's, <laughs> he's got it perfect. And I was like, forget this. I'm just going to write yeah. the songs and sing them at this point. You're going to stick with what you do well and let him do what he does well. Yeah, I mean, that, I'll that do is what I a... do well and let him do his thing. <laughs> that's amazing. Like I said, he's such a young guy, and, I mean, his voice alone, like that's enough talent. It's a, it's these people that um, I'm trying to think of the right word. I guess it might be jealousy, but <laughs> they got too many talents. Like some of us have yeah. one talent, and he can sing, write, he can look good, and he can produce. Like that's and a produce, lot of talent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not I, to give him so a cool. shout out like, after this interview. Let him know we're, we're just talking about him now. <laughs> he really, like absolutely. I, said, I was so this, impressed with it. Yeah. Yeah. This is the Dustin Burt Bird section of the interview. <laughs> uh, shout out. <laughs> You know, like producers do, as as anybody knows, but they really make a song. They can take a good song and make it better. I think that's a line from, from a Beatles song. But, uh, you know, they can make it better, and they can make it yeah, great. Yeah, they take so, their own twist to it, and know. they hear things differently. I've been, since uh, the conference in London, I've been speaking pretty much weekly, having these weekly calls with Jason Berry, who's another uh, very well-known award-winning producer. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I'm going to be doing some songs with him, and... It's very unique. He He's so, the way his brain is set up compared to mine, he's so structured. So I'll play him a song, and just within a, like a few seconds, he knows the chords, he knows the changes, he knows the the rhyme structure. And he, he just, I don't know, it's like the Matrix in his head, how he thinks, I think. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> so they well, yeah, one like, of the oh, best in Canada this word and beyond. That word I mean, and, which word was that? Yeah, oh, yeah. He'll no. He'll just he'll hear a song and be like, "Oh, this is great," but change this word to this, change that to that, so it changes ah. that rhyming structure better, and and all this within seconds. Like it's uh, my goodness, it's hey. pretty crazy. Yeah, just, yeah. He's he's done it so long. He's so good at it. It's like you said. It's just seconds he can come up with this stuff. I mean, it's uh, that's why he is one of the most sought out producers, and he's worked with so many people. So that's so cool that you're working with Jason. So um, have you worked on a couple of songs with him, or are you just starting the process? Well, what he's been wanting to do is go through my entire song library to feel which songs that move him, and then he mm-hmm. wants he wants to take those and bring those to um, you know professional level of uh, mixing and, re- and recording. That's really great that uh, you know taking the time to to pick out the best of the best. Oh, uh, he's amazing. Yeah, that, he's an amazing guy. I, as an individual, I mean too, like as a person, he's also 
Fantastic. Person. Great guy. Shout out to Jason Barry as well. We'll do a few shout outs on the show here, Doc. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll name drop. Uh, let's talk yeah. about songwriting. So this is a big part of what you do, whether it's uh, yeah. Take Me to the Water's Edge or Home to the Country, all the different sides of you, up-tempo, ballad. Uh, when did you start songwriting? Uh, I started songwriting when I first moved to Ottawa. It was when I first started to try and write my own songs. So I guess that would have been about eight years ago when I first started to try and write something. Uh, other than that, like I said, I, I initially I just played harmonica with a buddy in like a in a two piece, and then once I moved to Ottawa, I didn't know anyone here, and I was like, well, I like the way he played. I miss I miss playing, so and then I just started, well, I guess I'm gonna have to write my own stuff. Oh, actually, I'll tell you how I started writing. <laughs> I went to do uh, an open mic at a at a place, and he was like, I really like your sound. And that was my first open mic. He's like, come back and play a show, but you got to play for three hours. So I okay. was so new and so green that I thought he meant that I had to have three hours of my own songs. I didn't know covers were an option. So right. I, I went back and within the next like three weeks, wrote three hours of material. So then <laughs> when I went back to play again, that I, that I could do it. So I was just like first, like just rapidly just throwing stuff together. And then I think forcing wow. myself to do it very quickly. Then is now I've kind of refined a process that I I still write songs very very quickly but they're much more refined because I've been doing it longer now. Mm-hmm. What a what a cool story! Uh, three hours of material in such a short span of time, but sometimes deadlines are uh, part of creativity. Deadlines are crucial. They, yeah, they fuel it. <laughs> yeah. So so the, when you mentioned that uh, the songs doc pretty much come quickly to you, uh, do you? make notes. So in other words, you're just living your life and a song hits you. Do you also make time and say, okay, I'm going to sit down now and I'm going to start the writing process formally. Uh, no, I never sit down and, and do it formally. Cause I don't, I, my, my life's just too busy to do that. So it's like whenever I actually have time to myself, which use, which is why I normally write while I'm driving. Um, because that's the only time I usually have when I'm either not with my kids or not with patients or working on something. So a long drive is going to turn into a song. Right. Yeah. Something about driving and maybe your consciousness is allowed to wander as you're focusing on the yep. road, whatever that is. Plus you're, yeah, you're not distracted by anything. So yeah, a long road drive, a long road trip is a great songwriting time. Yeah. And that's, that's consistently works. So there's even times too, where someone said, Oh, can you mind go picking this up? And I was like, well, yeah, you know what? I've got this thought in my head. I'll happily go for the drive and do that for you because I just want to make the drive because that's when I know I can finish something. Like sometimes I will get like a random thought into my head on a short drive to work, 10 minute drive. That's not enough that I can do or write a song. If I get two hours (laughs) of a drive, then yeah. Yeah. The Tim's drive. No, I don't don't have it like, uh, yeah, but I've never had a time like, Oh, and I don't think I'm that style of songwriter. I'm like, I'm just going to sit here and come up with a song. There's gotta be, usually there is something that triggers something first like something that maybe a client said or that uh, I heard someone say or something I've been thinking about I don't know and then when I get the opportunity where I'm by myself then I'll then I can write it and that song that you um, performed at uh, the next country music star take me to the water's edge you've spoken about it on the show before Um, and remind me is that out there in in an official recording that people can get 
No, but I, it's going to be because uh, I've had a lot of – since the show, I've had a lot of people contact me and request that one. So, yeah, yeah that, that, is on, that, that is on the list. As a kid. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to – I'll probably do that one with, again with probably Jason or with, with Dustin, get that one. I feel like I just – just because of the, the, the backstory of the song, I, I want it done – uh, properly, kind of just in memory of my grandfather. So I'd like, I don't want it to be just some basement recording that I throw together. I'd like it to be done well. Yeah, I remember when you performed it that night and you told the story, uh, of course, which made the song even that much more powerful because it let us know where it came from. And you told the story first, then got into the song. And I mean, everybody was just so moved by that song. And I I played the recording that I had of it uh, more, I guess it was on a face, somebody's Facebook Live and played it for a couple of people and they were blown away too. So um, that's definitely one that uh, you need to record. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to, and I probably will actually record the story as just a separate track right in front of it. Nice. And that way, I think that would be the way I'd want to do it. Yeah. So yeah, I will, yeah. I will, uh, that's something I'm, I'm going to be on a phone call tomorrow with, uh, with Jason. That'll be one of the ones we're going to be discussing. Nice. Uh, you've got performances coming up this summer, including Havelock, which happens in August, the, uh, Havelock Jamboree. Tell me, uh, tell me about that. Yeah, so, uh, well, Jen Goheen, who's, a, who's heavily, heavily involved in, in Havelock, and you know, you know Jen very well. Yeah, um, great lady. She has been helping me out a huge amount ever since, that, since we actually got a chance to meet at the, at the Next Country Music Star uh, talent show. So we've been, I've been working a lot with her, and she's been helping with all my marketing material, and getting me involved more with the Havelock show. I'm also going to be doing the national anthem now for Havelock. Oh, great! And uh, and and I'll probably end up being backstage doctor for a few of the uh, a few of the acts which has been requested. So I'm using all my skills for that one. <laughs> wow, that is cool. Your two different worlds uh, coming together for that. So yeah, what, that doesn't happen very often. <laughs> yeah, I bet. What kinds of things might an artist need? Um, uh, doctor-wise, if I can ask? I think the uh, big thing would just be watching out for symptoms of heat exhaustion and uh, right. depending on, on what the weather's going to be like, especially based on this summer. Other than yeah, that, oh, yeah. I'd, be, I'd have to speak with them to find out if find out more information before the show, like a list of medications and things like that, just to, just to confirm what their, their main concerns are. Right. That is very cool. Well, Havelock is a place people can check you out and, of course, DocYates.com to keep on top of everything. Let's turn to another song now, Doc. Uh, the song is called Hometown. And what can you tell us about it? Ah, that was the first single I put out. Um, and that song I wrote, that was actually after I'd written a little bit of that song and then I just froze it. But it was a whole bunch of really bad things happened in my uh, hometown of Woodstock, Ontario, which was really um, eating at me. So then I started writing that song, and then some other issues happened in my hometown. I was like, you know what, I'm going to use that to finish this song and get it out there and, uh, and then promote it, to, just to promote some of the good things about my hometown, yeah. Let's hear that song now from Doc Yates. This is Hometown Odd in the Country. Drop it when no one knows where my thoughts won't 
That's Doc Yates. The song is called Hometown, and uh, I think that one is available at iTunes. Yep, that's on that's on iTunes, Spotify, everything. Yep. Awesome. People can check that out online. They can stream it and buy it uh, from Doc Yates. Of course, the other song is called Home to the Country, coming out officially on September the 10th. Uh, but uh, if you head to DocYates.com anytime now, you can uh, you can actually get it just by tweeting it or sharing it on Facebook, and you get the download free, which is an amazing idea. Doc, I want to thank you so much for being here. It's been such a pleasure uh, having you back on the show. Yeah, it's great talking with you again, Dave. Once again, my guest has been Doc Yates. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.